it is expensive to bring on an apprentice, but the return on that investment is, I can't stress enough how much of a uh, value it will bring to an organization to hire apprentices. Apprentices typically stay for at least two years, if not longer, once they get through the process. So it is definitely a great way to have a pipeline of people coming through as you promote people as well. So in addition to that, the Howard County government is offering for new employers that are bringing on apprentices up to $20,000, so $5,000 per apprentice and so that's $20,000 towards costs associated with apprenticeship. So a lot of opportunities and funding for employers to commit to this work. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning and welcome to Live with Chris, an interview podcast where we can learn and grow together. I am your host, Chris Oviedo, and I want to thank you for joining me today. According to research conducted by the Grandview Research Firm, the national child care industry was valued at $60.4 billion, billion with a B, dollars in 2022. And experts predict that it will continue to grow over time as more families return to in-person work, as families also continue to work from home and rely on childcare in order to be effective remote employees, and as the number of single-parent households continues to increase around the country, there's an increased need for childcare services. Well, Howard Community College recognizes the need for reliable, dependable, professional child care that exists in our country, and it's very excited to bring an opportunity for those interested in pursuing this career pathway through our new Child Care Professional Apprenticeship. This apprenticeship is an 18-month program for folks who are passionate about working with children, and we have a special guest here this morning with us to tell us all about this new and exciting opportunity. I am joined by the Continuing Education Workforce Programs Manager, Bronwyn Bates, and she's going to tell us all about this new opportunity. Bronwyn, welcome. Thank you for joining me. It's always nice to see you and to have you here in the show. Hi, thanks for having me, Chris. I'm excited to discuss the new program. Yeah, no, and I'm really excited about this opportunity as well. I know we've talked off air in different capacities about, you know, this this big need and, and the difference that I feel it's going to make. And I'm really excited that it's offered as an apprenticeship. So that's where I would like to start a conversation today, actually. You know, what 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 did HEC recognize? What did HEC see that inspired HEC to say, you know what, we need to take this program. We need to make this available, this apprenticeship program available. What is the childcare market in Howard County like today that HEC saw that need and said, we need to fill it? Sure. This process actually started in uh, 2019. We started to look at apprenticeship modeling for childcare educators, it felt like a natural fit as far as being able to earn and learn at the same time. Unfortunately, pandemic sort of stalled the progress of us being able to build out that program at the time. But in the fall of 2022, the Maryland State Department of Education funding for the Maryland Rebuilds Grant. And one of the strategies for that grant was building an effective workforce. And so it was a natural shoe-in for what we do here at the college with our wonderful non-credit programming and our very robust teacher education program on the credit side. So I worked in tandem with credit to come up with a wonderful proposal that was 
funded for $2 million to bring early childhood educators in to the field. So that grant is larger than just the apprenticeship program. It's actually started and launching the Careers for Teaching Pathways Center on campus. And we plan to train 45 career changers or family child care providers and connect them to AA degree programming. And on the other side of that, we're committed to serving 45 to 50 apprentices in early childhood education. And that apprenticeship program is a combination of non-credit and credit coursework. And at the end of the program, the teachers, they'll be certified to sit for the Child Development Associate certification, which is a natural credential. They'll be lead teacher certified in all age groups. And they will also be, as long as they have an AA degree or higher, eligible to be a child care director by the end of the 18-month program. So very robust and thought through. And I think that about covers it. But as far as like the landscape in Howard County specifically, we have seen a lot of providers leave during pandemic, especially family child care providers, and also centers that had to shutter doors during that time period because of not being able to operate at full capacity during pandemic. So we are rebuilding <laughs> the child care community in not only Howard County, but in the state. So this seems like a natural way to create an employment pipeline for those businesses. I also know that the Maryland Blueprint plan has an impact on child care, you know, the way that they're looking at how to start serving that population, right, that has fully relied for many, many decades on child care. And now that we have the Maryland Blueprint program coming in and, and trying to be implemented, this is an opportunity. I see it as an opportunity. You you, you touched on something. You talked touched about the pandemic, right? And I think many people think that the pandemic is really the reason why we're now paying attention to child care. I think it just accelerated the conversation, as you very well said. You said that as HEC, we had already recognized that that was a need, that we needed to do something about it. Pandemic kind of put a hold on it. But it, I think it also created that opportunity because it opened up the reality of, you know, working parents need this, need somebody to take care of their children while they are, you know, doing what they need to do in order to provide for their homes. And I want you to talk a little bit, Bronwyn, about the need of having, you know, I said professional credentialed. There's all of these things that we want to make sure that our kids are going to the right hands, that the people who are taking care of them from day one in the childcare settings have that professional understanding of what childcare is, because we've heard and studies show that the first five years of life, the first three years of life, it, it, it keeps getting shorter and shorter depending on the studies that you read, right? Those are the most crucial years and their kids learn most of everything that they're going to use in their lives in that time period. So talk to us a little bit about the importance of really, really, you know, paying attention to the quality of childcare that we are providing to our kids here in Howard County. Absolutely. So as you stated very eloquently, early childhood educators are the first people that come into children's lives starting at infancy, depending on the family, and go all the way up until they enter the school system, which currently for most kids would be kindergarten. So as you touched upon a little bit with Blueprint, we are working universal pre-K, but that will still be income-based. And so won't not all families will be eligible for that universal pre-K until much later. So there is still going to be a huge demand for early childhood educators and centers and family child care providers while we get to where we need to be with Blueprint. And children need those social emotional connections in an early age. And we see that children that go into early educational settings at two and three do very well in kindergarten later on. Just from a, like, how do I interact with other, my 
they might not be doing their ABCs. It's still developmentally appropriate, but they're not going to be way ahead of anyone else. It's they're still pretty much the same. But we see that like classroom behaviors, that those emotional behaviors are much better for kids that actually have those touch points as they go into kindergarten. So there's definitely a big value in that. And Howard County is committed to making sure that children are kindergarten ready. And we focus on kindergarten readiness assessments. And while Howard County is really really strong, one of the strongest counties in the entire state, we still have a lot of work to do because right now, as of the last numbers, we're still around 50% for kindergarten readiness. So there's still a lot of work to do in that area and getting children in affordable, safe educational settings will help those numbers go up. Absolutely. And, you know, you touched on something that I want to make sure that that we elevate because this is something I recently learned. I had the opportunity to sit with a couple of experts in childcare and you just said, Bronwyn, maybe it's not that they're ahead in their ABCs and their one, two, threes, but they know how to self-monitor. They know how to express their emotions. They are learning to explore that in this early childhood period of their lives. And the experts say that that's really the key, that that's really much more important than making sure that our children who, when they come into kindergarten, that they know their numbers and their ABCs. So if you're a parent, if you're an educator, this is an idea that I want to bring up to you because as a parent of teenage kids, I never thought about that. I felt the pressure of making sure my kids would perform and that they would know how to read and that they were not falling behind on academic things, right? And it was so refreshing and, and, and just, it blew my mind to hear that actually what we want to do is we want to concentrate, especially on those early, early, early years on self-regulation. And that, that studies show that those kids who learn self-regulation from early on do much better in school throughout the entire, and, and even in their work life. So there's studies that are starting to show that. So as a parent, if you're out there thinking, I cannot afford to put my child in, in early childcare, and you're stressing about, you know, making sure that they're not falling behind academically, I want to invite you to, to make that shift. I want to invite you to think about maybe just help them regulate, self-regulate and be able to express their emotions because the experts in the study shows and, and Bronwyn, uh, I don't know if you have data or if you have anything to say about that, but it shows that that's actually the skills that really will help them advance and be really successful throughout the school life and beyond. I would just like to empower also that, of course, parents are your the children's first educator, right? So even if you cannot afford to do early childhood education, you as a parent should still be doing and working with your kids for all of those things, talking to them, reading to them, helping them identify emotions in your household. So I don't want it to be discouraging if you aren't able to do that. So I just wanted to stress that. But yes, I, I agree. I don't have any of that data on hand for this interview, but yes, I have heard similar things, Chris, and would love to keep talking about that and keep bringing that up in conversations. It's really important. It's very, very important. It it was refreshing to me, right? Because as parents, I know I so many times felt like I was falling short because I didn't know the academics, how to support my kids in the academics throughout their school life. And then, you know, to really hear from experts to say, that's okay. 
that's okay. If you can help them advocate for themselves, if you can help them regulate their emotions and be able to express and say, I am frustrated, I am angry, I am this, I'm that, to just be able to help support our kids to get to that level, then we are doing our work as parent educators, like Bronwyn was saying. So for all of you out there, just a little bit of, of information that, that was shared with me and really transformed the way that I saw parenting. And, and, and it really made me feel a lot better as a parent in some ways. Bronwyn, tell us a little bit about the childcare apprenticeship, right? Right. And, and, and how does it work? Sure. So the Child Care Professional Apprenticeship is a 18-month long program. It includes 3,000 hours of on-the-job training, which equates to a full-time position. So while you're working, you are also taking your coursework at the same time. So it's an earn and learn model. And so you as an apprentice are hired by an early childhood educational center or daycare center and you are working from day one in that center as you move through the coursework. So people will start out as teacher's aides, and as they go through coursework and become certified, they will be able then to do lead teaching in different classrooms as the course goes on. And like I said in the beginning, by the end, they'll be certified in all age groups and also able to do those other credentialing processes. So it's really wonderful for both the apprentice, but also the employer, because they get to train their staff exactly how they want them to work in their center as they go through, because there's a mentorship process that happens with apprenticeship where it's a one-to-one -one ratio. So each apprentice is paired with a mentor in the setting that they're in. So it's wonderful for those employers because they really have a wonderful chance to train employees from day one and while they're being educated at the same time. I feel that apprenticeships really break down barriers because I know that, you know, we've heard in multiple cases, our communities say, I want to further my education, but I need to, I need to work. I cannot, you know, stop working so that I can dedicate to studying. And then if I go and study and I'm not working in the field that I want to be, then I'm going to be in the situation where they're going to be asking about experience and I don't have that experience. I only have my classes. So we've heard this for so long and apprenticeships come as that solution. I really like the model of apprenticeships and I, I'm hoping that we continue to expand more and more on this idea because it allows you to come to school. It allows you to follow your, your dream, your goal in the career that you love, that you're passionate about. But at the same time, it's putting you, like Bronwyn said, in that work setting already. So one of the most powerful interviews that I did about apprenticeships was, was with a student who was on site. He was one of our apprentice students here for um, construction management. And he was at the site. He was on site that morning. It was an early morning. He was like, I've been here since seven o'clock. And the most exciting thing he said to me was, I learned about this yesterday. And today, this morning, I woke up and I'm already putting it in practice. The power of what I saw, what I read on books, what my teacher talked about yesterday in class, I'm actually getting to put in practice today. Uh, to me, that's invaluable. To, to me, that's, that's the way that education should be. And I really appreciate apprenticeships uh, for that reason. So, Bronwyn, who is this apprenticeship for? Who should be considering, you know, coming and taking this opportunity of the child care apprenticeship here at HEC? I think this is geared for a variety of people, you know, high school graduates, career changers. We often see actually in early childhood education, parents that had to leave the workforce because they had to take care of their children and then they move into early childhood education and they're able to have their children at the educational center that they, they're working at. And generally they have to like then go back to for a lot of classes. So it's a really great way for those parents to, if they would like to work in that field, because it's the best 
possible situation for them because of their situation, it would be a good choice for them as well. You talked about career changes, and I want to I wanna emphasize that. Why are apprenticeships a good option for somebody who is a career changer? Apprenticeships are great for career changers because they're really designed for people with no experience. In fact, you can't be an apprentice if you have more than 50% of the coursework done for an apprenticeship. So they're really intended for entry-level individuals that are getting into a new field, and it's a great way to get started like you said for our students if they're working full-time they're usually working elsewhere like in retail or hospitality or some other like kind of minimum wage jobs instead of being in the field they want to be in so apprenticeships answer that need and also it's wonderful to be paid in the field that you want to be in so it's a really good solution for not getting any debt but getting a really wonderful educational opportunity with hands-on training And I had not even touched on the fact that you can come to school, have school pretty much paid for you. Like you, you can graduate, be already working in the field, have the experience, be building up on experience as you're going to school and then have no debt at the end of the time. I mean, that's, that's really, really, really exciting. That's the way I think education should always be. And that's just, you know, that's just my preference. I wish It had been an opportunity when I was back in school, for sure. Now, you touched on something. You said that if you're already in that career and you already have about 50% of, you know, the program already in, in your experience, the apprenticeship is not for you. So what options do we have for somebody who may be already in the childcare setting, somebody who's already working in that industry and is like, I really want to farther, I really want to be able to take my career to the next level. Is apprenticeship still right for them? Should they come and talk to you? Or what opportunities do we have here for them at HEC? While apprenticeship might not be the right fit just because they're already working in the field, if you're in the situation where you have your, what MSD and the field called the 90-hour certification, which can be done in a non-credit format, but you want to get your AA degree and move up through the Maryland Excels program, the credentialing program, the Maryland State Department of Education actually gives stipends to providers that based on educational levels. So it depends on what courses you've taken and how many hours, but that program is based on credit hours. So we have the Maryland Rebuilds Grant, which is designed for those people that need their AA degree to help them get that. So we do have funding for full tuition and fees and all of the things for people to do that work right now through June 30th of 2024. So that's a really wonderful grant opportunity for providers that are in that situation where they didn't they came right out and just got the non-credit certification, they could go back to school right now for free to get that AA degree. So there's a lot of opportunities and our government is investing in childcare. Bronwyn, I also want to talk to you about our immigrant community because I know that at least I am Latina and I know that in my community, there's a, there's a lot of childcare opportunities and a lot of people work as you very well said, right? Like I have kids at home, I cannot go to work. So I'm just going to start taking care of somebody else's kids and make that an income and just kind of like do that in my household. So for those who are maybe in that situation for, for that immigrant community or somebody who's doing it kind of like informally, I guess we can call it at home already. Is the apprenticeship right for them? Are there other opportunities? Maybe somebody who's not fluent in English and, and feels like this is going to be too much and I'm not going to be successful because I'm not going to be able to take the classes and understand it, right? What other opportunities do we have like that um, built into, you know, empowering those who are in the childcare industry right now? Sure. So apprenticeship programming is designed for people who are eligible to work 
in the U.S. generally because they have to be employed. So there are opportunities for immigrants who have work visas to be able to do that work in the U.S. Or we also have the English Learning Center, which offers English as a second language bridge courses for our child growth and development class and also our preschool class, our curriculum course. So we are trying to bridge those gaps for our immigrant community or English second language community. And not only are we do we have a pretty large population of Hispanic Latina community, but we also have a lot of Asian Americans, Asians that have immigrated Chinese, Koreans in Howard County. And they also have, there's a big gap for them for opportunities for um, childcare, especially if they're not native speakers. So we are thoughtful about that. And we are trying our best to make sure that we can bridge those gaps and get those students through the early childhood education programs here, because we know it's so important that those communities have access to safe and affordable educational, early educational centers as well. So the message here is contact HCC right? Call HCC, go to howardcc.edu, type on the search bar, childcare, maybe apprenticeship, maybe English as a second language, maybe ELC. Those are some keywords. And depending on what your situation is, depending on what your goals are, depending on what your experience is, depending on your immigration status, we just heard all of those things, right? There are opportunities. We understand that you may feel that those are barriers. And what we're trying to tell you is we see them and we are trying and we're looking for the ways to take them down. We want to take down barriers so that you can achieve your goals and so that you can move forward in your career path, whatever that may be. So if you have questions and you want to find more information, Bronwyn, where, where is that place? Where is the, the, the best place to get in touch and find out information about the apprenticeship program? So we have a dedicated page for the Child Care Professional Apprenticeship. It can be found at howardcc.edu backslash childcareapprenticeship. And that will take you right to our child care apprenticeship page with frequently asked questions, the application, all of the information you need. And employers can also go there if they would like to partner with us on this initiative because we can't actually have apprentices without employer partners. So we are currently looking for employer partners as well. So this is a great opportunity to become involved in a really wonderful program and get a employment pipeline for your organization. Additionally, if you have other questions, you can email apprentice at howardcc.edu and our apprenticeship team and staff will respond to any emails that come in with any of the questions that people may have. So, Bronwyn, you already said that one of the benefits for employers is the fact that they can train and, you know, they can develop these apprentices, right? And in their system, they, they can teach them how they would like to have them serve their population. What are some other benefits? What, you know, you just said that we are looking for, for those employers who can partner with us. What are some other, other benefits? Why should employers really get that phone and call and get in touch or send that email today to HCC so that they can, you know, maybe explore that idea of offering that apprenticeship at their work sites? Yeah, so there's a lot of benefits. Um, the Maryland Department of Labor offers tax incentives to employers that hire apprentices. Additionally, for this particular apprenticeship, the Maryland Rebuilds Grant, we have built in all of the tuition. So employers typically would pay for that. But in this grant for 
until June of June 30th, 2024, we're covering the tuition costs and all the costs associated with the instruction. But then we're also going to be paying up to $25,000 per apprentice in wages. So the goal of the grant is to hopefully have employers you know, it's, it is expensive to bring on an apprentice, but the return on that investment is, I can't stress enough how much of a uh, value it will bring to an organization to hire apprentices. Apprentices typically stay for at least two years, if not longer, once they get through the process. So it is definitely a great way to have a pipeline of people coming through as you promote people as well. So in addition to that, the Howard County government is offering for new employers that are bringing on apprentices up to $20,000, so $5,000 per apprentice. And so that's $20,000 towards costs associated with apprenticeship. So a lot of opportunities and funding for employers to commit to this work. And the goal for Maryland and also for Howard County and Howard Community College is that these become sustainable programs and that employers after they have gotten this initial seed funding will continue to hire apprentices because they'll see the value of that. Absolutely. And if, if we invest in our employees, the return that we get, you know, in loyalty and the kind of work that they're going to do. And I, I always said, when you're working for somebody, you want to put on that shirt. <laughs> I think that's, it's, 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 it's a, it's a bad translation from a Spanish thing, but it's like, you got to put on the shirt and you, you're, you're representing that, that organization. And if that organization shows that it cares about you and through an apprenticeship is a wonderful opportunity. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's there's a better way to really tell your employees that you care about them because you're investing in them, you're investing in, in their education, you're training them, you're paying for all of that. It's to me, it's a win-win. And then as an employee, you know, with that gratitude and and that opportunity that you take to just really move forward in your path. Like I said, I'm a big, big believer and I really like this apprenticeship model because I think it's a win-win for everybody who gets involved. So you're an employer. We hear all the time, short staff, short staff. This is an opportunity. This is an opportunity for you to invest in your business so that you're not just hiring somebody out of the street, but you're hiring somebody who has that passion for childcare, who the college is willing to invest, the government is willing to invest, you are willing to invest. I can guarantee, I, I can almost guarantee you that, you know, your return will be much larger than anything that you have experienced before. Um, Bronwyn, I know we, we said that this is fully paid. There's no cost, but I just want to, I just want to clarify that. Is there any cost associated? Is there like an application fee or anything like that? What, what can people expect when they say, okay, I'm interested in this apprenticeship. Let me go ahead and apply. For the apprentices, there really is no cost. That's the whole point of apprenticeship because they are hired, like I said, from an employer and then the employer takes care of that cost associated with the schooling and the training that's involved. From an employer perspective, after the grant runs out, depending on where the apprentice is, this apprenticeship will likely cost about $3,000 to $5,000 per apprentice, which is pretty much standard for apprenticeship programming depending on the expenses. Some healthcare apprenticeships are more expensive because it's more costly, the training, but for most typical apprenticeships, that's about the cost per student. So as an employer, you can invest, well, right now, you know, we can cover that investment for you through this grant money. So it's a great time for you to take opportunity to take that opportunity and take advantage of it. And then as, as somebody who's trying to further their career and somebody who's considering a career in childcare, this is an amazing time. This is an amazing time for you to come and further their career, to find that apprenticeship opportunity, to come to HEC, have that conversation, register for the program and, and get started, right? You're going to earn while you learn. And it's 
earning, I think if you expand that, it's not just the money. It's so much more that you earn through an apprenticeship. And at the same time, you continue to learn. I, I don't see why, if you're interested in the child care program, why you wouldn't apply for this. Is there a deadline to register? Tell us a little more about how people can go ahead and register for the apprenticeship program. Sure. We're currently recruiting right now. Courses will start second week of September. So this is the time to apply, but then we will be accepting like applications throughout the fall and into, we do have some late start October uh, timeframe classes. So we will be able to sort of have a rolling application for this and we'll also have cohorts in the spring as well. So definitely the time to get your application in. And even if you would miss the fall, we have spring opportunities as well. Brian, for somebody who says, okay, I'm, I'm interested, I see the value, I want to do the apprenticeship, but I'm thinking about, okay, once I finish my apprenticeship, is that it? Is that the end of it? Where do I go next? Um, how does it translate into maybe pursuing a different you know, path later in my life or something like that? How does an apprenticeship work when you're looking at you know, that long-term goal of maybe, I don't know, I want to end up in policy or I, then I want to actually own my own childcare center. Maybe I want to become the, I, I don't know, principal at a school. Is this the right path for somebody who wants to go into that education field with different goals later in life. Absolutely. This apprenticeship program, actually, you end up with about 36 credits that can be counted. We, it, You will be done the early education certificate, which we offer for credit, and it is 36 credits. So that's a really well on your way to an AA degree. So absolutely, you should continue. It's a great beginning. And those credits can be used to finish that A degree. And then if you'd like, I mean, we have a transfer program. So you could transfer from our college into a four-year degree program in whatever time framing that makes sense. And with Blueprint funding, you know, the universal pre-Ks will be part of that K through 12 system down the line here. So, and we're already started that process. So if you're working in a universal pre-K, that is already going to be part of the Howard County public school system. So it's a good time to get into the field because there's a lot of transition happening and there will only be more transition happening as the years continue. So let's just remind real quickly everybody where they can connect with you, where they can go and find more information so that they can start doing that research and applying for this apprenticeship. Sure, of course. So the, the website is howardcc.edu backslash childcare apprenticeship and all emails can go to apprenticeship at howardcc.edu. But if you can't remember that, you can always Google Child Care Apprenticeship and it will pop right up on our website. So we do have a search bar just in case. <laughs> so Google is a good friend here if you can't remember all of those details. But Howard to see that EDU, like I said before, it's, it's and the search bar specifically is my good friend and has saved me many times when I am looking for information. Google is also good, but if you're looking specifically at HTC, that's where I would go. HowardCC.edu search bar and you will find it. You will absolutely find it. Is there anything else, Bronwyn, that maybe you're saying, you know, I, I really want to get this out or maybe a message, something that you want to say to everybody who's listening and watching to wrap our conversation up today? I just like to say thank you for having me today. But additionally, I just think it's so important that we really elevate the field of early childhood education. This is imperative and getting more providers and teachers trained and out into the community will only help bolster our workforce and getting more people back into full-time jobs. A lot of people haven't been able to work because they can't find childcare for their children. And this initiative will help bridge those gaps in that workforce situation for our county. So I can't think of a better time to be doing this. There's a lot of funding opportunities. I wish I had had an opportunity to take an apprenticeship program when I was, instead of 
going to college, I think it would have been a really great pathway for me. So I'm a little bit jealous of our apprentices that will get uh, all these college credits for free, but it's just a wonderful opportunity. And I'm so grateful to have the chance to have this happen at the college. So we're just really excited to launch this. I am really glad I'm not alone feeling like, oh my gosh, why was this not available when I was going to school? I am really glad. So thank you for saying that because I do. I really, really, really do feel that this is such an amazing opportunity to really just seamlessly, you know, put together the work environment with school and just have them work together as in unison, it's to me is like the way education should always be because the, the goal of education is to get employed. And if we can start that from the beginning, from the moment you start your, your schooling, I mean, we we're going to be in a really good place in that professional world in the next few years. So thank you, Bronwyn, for creating those opportunities. Thank you for bringing this up. Thank you for being diligent about figuring out where are the gaps. Um, you've talked a, about the gaps today and how we are really coming out with ideas, creative ideas, creative ways to bridge them. So I really appreciate that because I know that that's how we are going to make really big impact in our community and we're going to continue to move forward and help our students achieve their dreams and their goals, you know, with those real opportunities like this apprenticeship, this childcare apprenticeship that we have now here at HEC. So thank you for that. I really appreciate that. And I also want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for watching. I want to thank everybody for sharing the information as well. Now you have it in your hands. It's time for you to pass it on and let others know. Maybe you are not interested in childcare. Maybe you're already a professional, but maybe you know, maybe you know students in high school who are about to graduate and who are interested in a career in education. Present them with this opportunity. Maybe this is the right pathway for them. Maybe you know of somebody who wants to go into the childcare care world and needs to switch careers and wasn't finding the way to do it. Maybe this apprenticeship is the key that opens that door. So please pass this on. Do not keep it to yourself. Let everybody know that HEC is creating opportunities to further our education, to really strengthen our childcare world through this childcare apprenticeship program. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being with us. Let us know. Connect with us. HowardCC.edu. And until next time, I am Cris Oviedo. Connect with us. We are Dragon Digital Media Podcast.